Hey guys, it's Courtney. And Ariana. And this is Through the Grapevine. Where two friends sip celeb wine while spilling celeb tea. And we're back. And what a week we've had. What a week. We, we had to delay a day for the episode because we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the Emmys were on Monday and we usually record on Mondays. Yeah. So now we're recording on Tuesday and thank the good Lord, nothing else happened. Um, Today, at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, we have two big topics for today, uh, Emmys, and we'll talk about Queen Elizabeth. But before we get into all of that, what is our wine of the week? Okay, this week's wine of the week is Day Drinking by Little Big Town. Um, I am drinking the rosé bubbles and Courtney is drinking uh, the southern peach. Yes. It's actually a wine spritzer, which I didn't know was a thing. So what's a, is a wine spritzer like um um like is that what the moms drink in the 90s like wine coolers? Uh wow, I forgot about wine coolers. I imagine it's something of the same sort. Others oh, uh used to be in like bottles and now ours come in cans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want you to try it. Anything that's changed is just the packaging. Okay. I'm changing it. <laughs> that's not that's not bad. Oh, I hate mine. Do I need oh, to do switch cans? Hate it. Maybe go pull the Southern Beach one and sip on that. This isn't bad. Oh, the rose, it's not great. Really? Ugh. This is a big feat. Um, the only thing I know to say about Little Big Town is they have um, my most hated song ever recorded in the history of music, which is pa- what? Pontoon. <laughs> oh, on the pontoon. Absolutely. I, I thought Just you were going to say, why don't we do a little day drinking? I was no, like, I don't That's even mind right. that. Yeah, I don't even mind that. It's I can't explain why I hate pontoon. Uh, I just do. And if you remember back in like 2015, 2016, when Taylor Swift was um, doing her 1989 tour and every tour mm-hmm. stop, they had a surprise guest. So I don't think I knew that. But... Okay. So remember, yeah. remember like, <laughs> Ellen would walk out and it'd always be to the song like style. Oh, They'd always have somebody yeah. like walk yeah, out yeah, on yeah. the catwalk runway thing. Um. So I went to Pittsburgh, paid a lot of money for my tickets, paid a lot of money for a really nice hotel, <laughs> met Jerry Rice, didn't even know it was Jerry Rice. What? Yeah. Haven't I told you the story? <laughs> I think you have, actually. Yeah. We, like, checked into our hotel, and I was like, oh, this guy with, like, really nice Louis Vuitton luggage, and we get into the elevator with them, and lo and behold, Jerry Rice and his team, or, and, like, his, like, people had asked us to come down to the lobby for drinks, and we're like, we can't, we have Taylor Swift tonight. And that's yeah, probably the first time my dad's been disappointed in me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like 23, 24. Anyway, um, so obviously the whole concert, I'm like, all right, who's big in Pittsburgh? It could be Wiz Khalifa, you know, uh, Mac Miller, Mac at, the Miller at the time. Yeah. So I was like, man, like we're going to have somebody good. And I just remember mm. style starts playing and she kind of slows down and Taylor goes, now pittsburgh i see that you guys have a few rivers around here and i was like okay rivers rivers my mind's racing and she's and she goes <laughs> i wonder if you've ever taken like a boat out on there and i was like where are we going where are we going 
She goes, maybe even a pontoon. Pittsburgh, please welcome my guest, Little Big Town. Uh, I turned my back. <laughs> I didn't even watch Little uh, Big Town perform. I had floor seats, turned around, looked at the rest of the crowd. Uh, and that's, uh, that's my story about pontoon Little Big Town. It was the most I've probably ever paid for a concert ticket. One of the best concerts I've ever had in my life with the worst song I why did she bring them out there i'm looking at their instagram they're from alabama i don't even know that's so strange i also um it shows like how long ago it was sean mendez was the opener little baby sean mendez yeah and now he does like yeah arenas stadiums himself and uh i met kelsey ballerini who's pretty big now in country music but yeah she was she is pretty yeah she was on a little um stage outside the stadium we're watching her we're like oh she's cute like she's good no matter the biggest person i've seen like that like an opener and you're just kind of like oh this guy sounds good but whatever Mm -hmm. was um miguel Ooh, he he opened for trey songs who opened for usher man and um Miguel sounded like night and day compared to Trey Songs, who sounded like a billy goat. Really? And um, Trey Songs was awful. And uh, Miguel, like you didn't know any of his songs at the time, but you were like, "Oh man, this guy—he's he's pretty, pretty good." good. Yeah, then, yeah. Then he just blows up like two months later. You're like, "Okay, let's see who." Else? Um, I saw Travis Scott open for um, Rihanna when he just had that Goosebumps. Oh really? And then um, Post Malone open for justin bieber when he just had a what a weird combo white iverson yeah that's strange i haven't been to concerts recently with like very good openers i don't know i don't think i have either i think about it but it's also been a while since i feel like i've been at a concert dua lipa had people i'd never heard of like really in my life and i could not tell you their names right now if you paid me harry had some like she was like a well-known like indie singer but i can't think of her name for the life of me so yeah well guys little big town you know where i got this was a food line what's that it's the only place i could find that sold it um and i feel like this is expensive but they were four dollars a can really like that's expensive for that is and guys these are like regular size cans they're not like tall boys or anything they're just like regular i don't know how many ounces are in a regular can but just regular cans it is 12 percent alcohol per can these are 12 percent yeah you're joking whoa buddy yeah day drinking on the front of the can from sun up to sundown at 12%? You would not 12%? see sundown if you started at sunup. No. What maybe if you had just one. Maybe that's why they're $4 a can, actually. Yeah, maybe. Also, I feel like they now could do a little sense. bit more with their... Um, the branding? The branding, yeah. The can. This one, yeah. which yours is probably also the same, it's just a very... It's like a uh, peach, obviously, colored can with like a few colored stripes down the middle. Um... Yeah, not a whole lot compared to last pink. week's trop pop which had really beautiful cool can. can yeah yeah but mine's good i i enjoy this i'll finish this but you're not gonna like it i don't know if i'll enjoy it 
Whoa. Jeez Louise. Okay. All right. Let's get into these main topics. Yeah. Let's start with the fun one. Okay. Queen Elizabeth's death. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's start with the Emmys. <laughs> oh, God. Rest in peace, Queen. All right. <laughs> so, like we said at the oh, top of the show, uh, the Emmys were last night. And uh, overall, what did you think of them? Shit. Okay. I was going to Terrible show. I was going to say, uh, hot mess is how I... From the opener, um, so in the beginning, oh, they had what a bad opening! Yeah, bad opening. It was just a bunch of like, um, tri- kind of like tributes to like memorable theme songs. theme songs of TV shows, which then maybe played thirty seconds or maybe less of the theme song, then like an EDM house version with dancers on stage. Hated it. I hated it after the first one. Hated it after the second time they did it. They did, like, yeah. five theme they, songs. I don't feel like they did, like, a good explanation of why they were doing the EDM remixes. No. And, like, the weird dancers, like... Yeah. We were like, is this supposed to be, like, making fun of TikTok or something and how TikTok remixes all the oh, songs? God, that could be it. But I bet the Emmy producers were like, we got it. Our opener? We, how we do we get Gen it. Z? Yeah. Yeah. And also, okay, this is just, like, bratty. To me, they didn't pick, like iconic theme songs like brady bunch yeah i like that the brady Friends. bunch family was there too but i guess stranger things is not an iconic theme song no you know what would have been no. cool was it acdc or metallica that um has some connection to stranger things i don't watch it so i don't really remember it but i feel like there was somebody big out there one some some big i think rock it was star, metallica. but i didn't know who it was so during this Stranger Things, when they had the two guitarists on stage, I was like, wait, is this, like, two guitarists from Metallica playing? That's actually pretty cool. And it wasn't. Or if it was ACDC, whatever rock band. I can't remember that had the connection. But all of it was weird. It was it was really weird. I, I, I know that they can't do it because of our last award show. But... If he wasn't in trouble, it would have been like iconic if Will Smith came out and did. No, that's Bel-Air. a theme song that literally everybody knows. Like everyone knows. Yeah. So our whole room thought that they were going to start playing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and then be like, "Oh no, no, yeah. no!" And I was like, "You know what? That would even be funny if they did that. Like that'd be the one time I'd allow an Oscars joke, right? Because it would go into like the theme of the iconic themes theme songs, but right. um, but they didn't. He's not allowed to. Come, yeah. Missed opportunity. Is he not allowed to come to the Emmys? Well, he's also not. No, he can come to the Emmys, but he's just um, still laying low, I guess. I I think he's like still kind of persona non grata in Hollywood. Yeah. So. um, You're probably right. Also, Um, I think that the timing of the show was god awful, even after the beginning. Michael Keaton, Mm. which we'll talk about the winners in a second, but Michael Keaton gave this long grandiose speech and then after that no one had time to give a speech like everybody they were rushing off the stage giving them 30 seconds to give a speech it was like they gave them 30 seconds from the time they named their who won Mm -hmm. to when they ended their speech so they had to get up go through the crowd hug people get on stage get their award and then the time they were like oh only have eight seconds and you're like how do you only have eight seconds um paired with 
like you said, bad timing. Um, there was the host, Keenan. There was the DJ, Zed. And then there was like an overall kind of like announcer. And I don't know yeah. what her name was. I don't. Her name's Sam. Um, See, I never heard of her before. She's a writer for SNL. Okay. Sam J. Sam J. Um, she's a writer for SNL and she uh, has a TV show on HBO. Okay. Um, yeah. It just felt uh, that as they usually do, like a DJ and the announcer could have just been one person. Yeah. They were trying to give Zed time. They were trying to give um, Sam time plus Keenan. It was just, it was all too many people that weren't the nominees slash winners. Yeah. Slash presenters. I told you. I really like Sam and she is hilarious, but like she was reading like a fifth grader. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't I don't know if the it camera was, was on her when she did it. Cause you could tell that she was like looking down at her, her notes and her cue cards and, and stuff. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was awkward. Um, yeah. Another awkward thing was how they staggered the, the awards. Like mm-hmm. somebody would come out announce the nominees, announce the winner. Winner comes up, makes their speech. Winner walks off the stage. They start announcing the nominees for a different award. Mm-hmm. Then bring the person that's going to give the award out and they do a speech. It was yeah. a strange, strange I agree. setup. They tried something new and they should not. Right. If it ain't broke, don't break it. Like you said, it was either people um, coming out and announcing the nominees or them just rolling the film or the tape of nominees yeah them then introducing whoever is going to present it to them the presenter doing it their little bit because obviously everybody has to have a little bit then giving the award away it was just too much too much yeah it's too much fluff in all of it um okay so as far as pacing and just the overall kind of ick i got from (laughs) all of it uh, let's go through some of these winners. Um, so, for best comedy, to, I'm reading this off the of New York Times, so this is just how they have it listed. Um, for best comedy, Ted Lasso, best drama, Succession. You're excited about that one, yeah. And so I'll name these to big three: best best comedy, Ted Lasso; best drama, Succession; best limited series, White Lotus. Um, cool. What Lotus won more than I expected? A lot. Did you watch that? Yes. Did you? Did you like it? Um, the ending kind of left me like, eh. It wasn't that bad, but episode, the ending kind of was, yeah. I was like, eh. Spoiler alert. When he poops in the suitcase. In the guy's suitcase. Yes. That's when they lost me. It wasn't the ass eating in the episode before, two episodes before that. Yeah. Or just the absolute, how the robbery didn't also make sense to me. Um. It was stupid. It, the best thing the that show the did. The best thing that show did was show you that somebody died. Yeah. At the very end of the first episode, so you were like, "Well, fuck! Now I got to stick it through right. and see who died." Because I definitely would have quit that show. Like I, I don't know if I'll, I'll, I watch usually anything HBO puts out, but I'm so like, do I want to watch season two of this? Mm. It's kind of like my friends described it perfectly as like. A show about rich white people for rich white people. Mm. And like, so you can be like, oh, at least I'm not as bad as these rich white people. We're normal. Yeah, I think they kind of missed their mark on if this is the message they're trying to deliver of 
rich white people taking over other people's land and benefiting from yeah. it and their services that and they how they allow. use yeah um use people of lower class yeah yeah they kind of missed the mark with getting that message more across especially when like the rich white people win in the end which i guess is like uh art the moral of the story yeah like yeah i like i do get it but also i'm like i don't know if they did a great job with one care well there were multiple characters showing that they were being used up but I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like a resolution at the end. It was kind of like, okay. Not a good resolution. I see this I mean, every it's day. the resolution of, yeah, it's the resolution of real life, yeah. but not something that the average person wants to watch on TV. The average person isn't rich enough to go to a place like the White Lotus. To, yeah. I think that I'm just upset about White Lotus winning so much because I love Dope Sick so much. Yeah, same. And I'm trying to decide this. I was asking somebody else this today too was did i love dope sick so much because it's resonates so much Mm-mm. with like our lives and us coming from a place that's been heavily affected by the opioid epi- epidemic mm-hmm. and that's why i thought it was so good and maybe it was just kind of you know okay mm-hmm. and i just uh, i was entranced by it because it's something we see on a day to day yeah i know for me i usually like, if anybody listens to this podcast, I love, like, documentaries and, like, true stories. So the fact that we've grown up seeing what happens in Dope Sick and then it had such a good right, like, I understood how our state, our region got to be where it is through the show with... Yeah. They just explained it really well. And I will prefer anything that's a true story rather than fiction. 99.9% yeah. of the time anyway, which is why I lean more towards Dope Sick. And also, really good performances. I was rooting for Will Poulter and supporting. Uh, I was really, it. I'm, we can talk about, we can get into these other winners. Really upset about Caitlin Deaver mm-hmm. or Dever. I'm not sure how to say her last name. Losing to Jennifer Coolidge. Um, I... <laughs> Maybe it's just because I didn't like White Lotus. So all the wins that they got were kind of mind-blowing to me. Jennifer Coolidge, especially, I am going to have a hot take. I feel like it was kind of a pity win. You think? Because her character, Jennifer Coolidge to me, who I like the lady, Mm -hmm. she acts as the same character in every single thing she does. Yeah. She is like Jennifer Aniston almost, but she plays like a ditzy. Yeah. And... Like, you could take her character in White Lotus and it could quite literally be the exact same lady from a Cinderella story, exact same lady from Legally Blonde, mm-hmm. exact same lady from American Pie. She does not yeah. change. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know how she... They basically, to me, wrote a character around her personality. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. And to me, that's not great acting. I mean, like... I get what you mean. It gets the job done, but Caitlin was Dever, Dever... Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Going through like, withdrawal. Well, going through addiction and then withdrawal and then, yeah, that was, I agree. Recovery. I agree. It was amazing. I I cannot get over that. And I. Also, I really. She liked, won the Golden Globe. Um, I mean, I would have preferred Caitlin to anybody, but. um, uh, Oh, wait, that, this, this was supporting, wasn't it? Or no. What did Amanda Seyfried yeah. win for? Was that anthology? Lead. Lead. That was a lead. Okay. This was, 
Um, so Jennifer Coolidge was Jennifer Coolidge actress. won for supporting actress in a limited series. In the main, Amanda Seyfried won for main, lead, actress lead actress in a limited series. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's good. I for, I forgot about that for a split second because I was like Amanda Seyfried was way better than, but they were two different categories. Um, yeah, I know you haven't watched Ted Lasso, so you one day Can't you'll watch Ted Lasso. Hopefully, I will. If I remember, I have Apple. I will watch um, it. I also, I, I do agree. I would have liked if Abbott won, just because it's different. And I'm not saying that Ted Lasso, the second season wasn't good, because it was. Sometimes you just want something a little different. Well, when you, can you call know something interesting winners, to me. It's kind of like a little less. Uh, it's not as fun. Yeah. Something interesting to me was I thought that for this Emmys, it was only Murders in the Building season two, mm. but it was actually season one. And I didn't learn that till today. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of salty they didn't win Best Comedy. Yeah. Because their season one was Chef's Kiss. I need to finish it. Magnificent. I think I got three episodes um, see- Season two. Mm. That was great. Meh. Yeah. That was great. But season one. Really good. You enjoyed it? Really good. Um, yeah. And I'm not a big Selena Gomez person. Let's Okay. Let's speak on that super quick. Her, whoever is around her, one, I want her to have a better stylist. That's yeah. about as much as I can say on that. And two, I don't see how anybody around her, before she went out and presented, her lining underneath her dress was bunched up. Uh, unfortunately, in her back, like in her butt, it was like basically setting on her butt, the lining. And then in the front of her dress, it kind of scooped down right above her knee. Um, I don't know how literally no one backstage... Or anybody while she was walking down the catwalk was like, hey, pull down the slip lining underneath your dress. That just, oh, I don't know. I don't know if she was high. She looked a little, uh, I don't know. Also, she just doesn't like, I don't know if I love her dry sense of humor that she has at times compared to Martin Short and um, Steve Martin. It just, it doesn't doesn't land for me. Yeah. If you watch the show, once you get into it too, I, okay. This and is, I love You Selena guys have Gomez. heard me laugh on I, the podcast. I do. I just, I don't know if she's a good fit. <laughs> it's, it's one hard to put yourself against two comedic legends, like two of like mm-hmm. the fathers of comedy. But she's also just not kind of like, she's not known for her sense of humor. Yeah. So. I, this wine spritzer's got me burping. Um, but Martin Short and Steve Martin literally make me laugh out loud watching Only Murders in the Building. I they're so funny. I wish she was a little bit more. I know she can't act like her former self or herself, if you would even describe it. But her is Alex Russo. A little more Alex I Russo. I can't describe yeah. how well they hit that. Well, they hit that on the nose when she was at Disney. That was. Some of those jokes and the way she delivered them, like, they were so good. Yeah. And I just feel like she's a bit too dry now to keep up with, like, very enigmatic and, like, yeah, they are lively, like colorful comics. comics. Yeah. yeah. They they are, like, full-on, like, goofy guys, and she's doing this dry humor thing. and Yeah. For the show, it's like a good playoff of each other that she is like the young one and serious and they're the old goofy guys. Yeah. Like it's a good play, but 
season two it gets old you're like all right we got it um i do need to but i will finish it because i do want to see um cara cara delavine's performance in season two do you i'm just interested i don't want to see it i'm just interested to see why her Hmm. out of all actresses i'm sure they could have casted why her i don't know why all right we'll talk about this later (laughs) Okay, and then um, to round out like the big three as I started, uh, Succession. I don't have any qualms with that. No notes. No notes. No. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Nobody's shocked by that one. No. Um, if, if you weren't expecting that one, you don't watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Okay. Um, best actress in a comedy, Jean Smart for Hacks. Best actor in a comedy, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Best actress in a drama, Zendaya. Zendaya. Heavens. God, you're like one of those people that say Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Zendaya. Um, Euphoria, of course, best actor in a drama. Uh, Lee Jung Jae for Squid Games. Uh, limited Shocked actress, Amanda for Dropout. And best actor, limited for Michael Keaton, which we've talked about the last two already. Um, I was surprised. I also haven't watched Hacks. I was surprised by the Gene Smart win. Who'd you expect? Um, was she in this? Quinta Brunson? Yeah, I, she was. I did think that she was going to get that. Um, she did get a Best Writer Award. I wasn't really expecting a Best Actress yet. Because mm-hmm. um, she's great on the show, but it's really one of those shows where the side characters really carry it. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Um. Which makes sense. We, we'll talk about it later. Why Cheryl Lee Ralph won yes. Best Supporting in a Comedy. Yeah. Um, the side characters on that show. It's going to be one of those shows in like the next few seasons that it's that it does. Remember Veep used to like hmm. run the comedy lane? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like all characters from Veep nominated. Right. And they'd just be competing against each other. That's going to start happening for Abbott Elementary with the supporting character roles. I'm feeling that um a bit already with and if you watch it maybe you would agree with Ted Lasso because it feels like a lot of characters every supporting actor was I think four out of the six were Ted Lasso yeah yeah for the male supporting um yeah I think you're right um so best actor in a comedy Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso personally no qualms about again who else was in that category? Do you have it up? Um, I can bring it up. Because I was thinking somebody else. And I was kind of shocked by him. Let's see. Are you bringing it up too? Yeah. Okay. He. While you bring it up, I'm going to scroll down just so we don't have dead space in there. Oh, no, well, you know who I thought was going to get it was Bill Hader mm. because I feel like he always gets it for Barry. Mm-hmm. So I guess I thought he kind of had it in the bag because once the Academy has their favorite, they have their favorite. Yeah. Like, so that one wasn't as big of a shock. Um, Lee Jung Jae went in lead actor in a drama. That was a bit of a shock. Surprising. I thought it was going to go. I want to say his real name, but he's only coming to me as Logan Roy. Um, or was he supporting? 
No, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. He, yeah. uh, no, he was Lee. Him was and Kendall. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy Strong. I think Jeremy going against each other. So Jeremy Strong had a really good season. He annoyed me, but also that's his point. No, Brian Cox had a great season as Logan with the dementia and like screwing his kids over. Wow. Uh, That's frustrating. People just don't know. If you don't watch Succession, turn this off and turn it on right now. It is so freaking good. Um, I I was shocked by that. Mm -hmm. I, I know people love Switch games and I enjoyed it as well, but it doesn't hold a candle to succession in my opinion yeah. um uh how do you f- especially the acting we got from now Brian was Cox's sarah season. snook supporting or lead supporting supporting but there was no uh lead actress for succession. there's no lead actress yeah. in succession no okay so i'm i'm obviously weird. fine with zendaya winning for euphoria because that one scene where she just ran the whole one. episode not oh my god, with episode. like the side stitch? Yeah. Yeah. That was that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. And when she fights her mom and she puts the hole in the door. Oh, yeah. 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 I have a I have a prediction that next season will be her last season of Euphoria. Mm-hmm. And then the following season will be the last season of Euphoria altogether. Yeah. I don't think they have too much left in them. No. She's got two back to back Emmys. She's probably about to try to go for the um oscar next oh yeah um okay so our next little round supporting actress in a comedy cheryl lee ralph for abbott elementary supporting actor in a comedy brett goldstein for ted lasso supporting actress in a drama julia garner for ozark supporting actor drama matthew mcfadden succession uh supporting actress limited jennifer coolidge which we've already talked about white lotus and supporting actor in a limited murray Bartlett for White Lotus. Okay. Um, supporting actress. I, in a comedy, Cheryl Lee Ralph. I obviously wanted a Ted Lasso, but I am very glad that she won because her acceptance speech was Chills. one for the books. She has been black famous forever. Um, she was in the original Dreamgirls Whoa, on Broadway. Really? Yeah, she got up there and sang, she, and I was like, "Wait, can, she she can sing!" Like, I know everybody was like at my at my watch party, they were like, "Whoa, this lady can sing!" I was like, "Gosh, she is a Broadway star!" Yeah, like, that yeah. <laughs> um, she did Moesha in the '90s with Brandy. She was Lauren oh. Lauren Hill's mom in Sister Act Two. Damn. Um, and now she got this second wind with, um. Abbott Elementary. Apparently, Quinta Brunson specifically wrote this role for her. Really? And yeah. She plays it so well and from what I've watched of Abbott Elementary. She's, she's so good. She's so great. On the show, she if you don't watch it yet, again, that was this was like my first recommendation when we started the podcast. Yeah. But she plays a very experienced kindergarten teacher and Quinta Brunson plays like a fresh out of school. Yeah kindergarten teacher and Shirley Roth is kind of showing Quinta the ropes but giving her a hard time in the same in the process mm-hmm. um it's such a cute little show really uh but I was so happy for her and I loved her speech and 
don't give up on your dreams people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it was a it was a it was a great speech um supporting actor in a comedy brett goldstein for ted lasso i'm i'm fine with um i don't really remember who else was in other than like five other ted lasso and probably yeah one other. i can only think of ted lasso people yeah. um supporting actress drama J- julia garner i hmm i haven't watched ozark i'll say i i so i don't really have an opinion on that other than me wishing it was uh, sarah snuck yeah that's all i shiv was just so good this season that last i don't like ozark episode? i don't yeah. Especially the last scene of the last episode where she just like Yeah. I gives Tom that look. Yes. Everything falls together for her and under uh, God. God, I love succession. And speaking I of I, I kind of Tom winning support being actor. Oh yeah. So love that. Good for him. It was like him or Kieran Culkin were the only Which people I would that have thought also had a chance. Kieran, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um Succession, though, kind of went belly up last not last night. I guess it was yeah, last night. Yeah, what did you say? They only won four if out of 25? Four okay. out of 25. Insane. Yeah. That's, that's kind of bleak. I wonder how many they yeah. won last year in comparison. They kind of swept last year. Oh, they definitely I don't know swept. The I number, don't remember the number. But they swept. I remember everybody, because Brian Cox won. Did he win or Jeremy Strong won Best Lead Actor? I don't know why I'm thinking it's Jeremy. I think so too, because he did that weird. It wasn't really that weird in hindsight, but he did that, um, that profile with a... that profile, and people went nuts yeah. about it. Um, I think that have I told you this? And this is a hot take. If Succession continues on the trajectory that it is, it has the possibility to be HBO's greatest show. I agree. Which. What is in a contention? Oh, if you want to start a fight real quick. Sex in the City. I don't even know if they greatest. No, no, no. no. What is it like? It's either, people either say The Wire or Sopranos. okay. Ooh. Are the greatest. I don't know if I can, I hear too many things. Um, Mostly from you and friends about The Sopranos, so. I can't watch, I haven't watched it, so I can't say. It doesn't matter because The Wire is better than Sopranos, and I will. I'll go down with this shit. <laughs> I listen. The people who say the Sopranos is better than The Wire haven't even watched The Wire, and I'm like, I, how can you say one show is better than the other and you haven't finished it? And I'm talking to somebody specifically right now, but oh, <laughs> <laughs> drives me nuts. Um, nah, I love Succession. I think the storyline's great. It's a good oh, dramedy. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, um, okay. Keep going with your winners. Let's see. Supporting actress in Unlimited. Uh, we kind of already spoke about Jennifer Coolidge winning White Lotus. Um, she had a fun speech. I'll, I'll give her that. Her but, speech was funny. Um, supporting actor, Murray Bartlett, which was the, like the manager of White Lotus in White Lotus. Um, the guy who pooped in the, in the suitcase. Suitcase. Um, whatever about him. I liked seeing him win, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, variety talk series. Last week tonight with John Oliver, which apparently has already won like seven years in a row. Yeah, they're the new V. Yeah, 
Like they're it's like guaranteed they win. Uh, variety sketch series. I didn't understand. I think it was like literally only two nominees. Um, yeah, and I didn't even hear of the first one. I don't even remember what it was. But Saturday Night Live, obviously, a black lady sketch show on HBO. I I told, texted you this earlier. I thought that they were just doing it to give Lord Michaels the chance to announce his retirement. Yeah, I I've and, never heard of them ever having just two nominees and throwing that into the live telecast. They never show it on TV because SNL wins almost every yeah. single year. Back in the day, Mad TV used to get a nomination, but that's not on TV anymore. Mm. So, um, I'd say the biggest shock of the evening: reality competition program. Liz's watch out for wow. the big girls. Uh, I didn't even I didn't even know Lizzo was there. I was surprised when they were announcing that Lizzo was going to present, and then I was surprised to learn that Lizzo even had a show, and then surprised to learn that she yeah. won. I love that she won. Did yeah. not know a thing about this show though. I I Top Chef always wins, so that's what I expected. See, I was, I was expecting like, RuPaul's just because RuPaul. It's, it goes back and forth between Top Chef and RuPaul. Mm-hmm. I will say this though: going back a couple of weeks, my sour grape was Ari Spears mm. for talking shit about Lizzo, mm. and the girl has done nothing but win, win. Yeah, since he talked about her, and his life has gone nothing but downhill. Ooh. So, if there's anybody out there that hates me, can you please talk shit Speak about me, please? Into existence. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> say the worst things say you can. everything yeah i don't care say anything bad about me you want <laughs> please please uh i think we've already yeah we definitely already mentioned this writing for a comedy uh quinta brunson for abbott writing for a drama oh, let's talk about that real okay. quick before you move Absolutely. on oh yes we need to okay oh. um so for quinta's win the nom uh not the nominees, I'm sorry. The presenters were uh, Will Arnett and uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And they had like a little, like I said, everybody feels like they have to do a bit when they're presenters. And Will Arnett was dragging Jimmy Kimmel across the stage by his foot, pretending that he was dead because, like we had said, uh, last week tonight with John Oliver had already won for the seventh time in a row. Uh, so they're just kind of like saying, oh, he's dead because Jimmy didn't win. Quinta proceeds to win for it her wasn't category. Funny. <laughs> Um, and Jimmy doesn't move from the stage. Jimmy's still laying there, puddled at Quinta's feet as she's giving her, and everybody knew she was going to win. I mean, like, she was definitely favored to win, but it just kind of took away her moment, uh, yeah. and all of this. He laid there the entire, did not move. I, <sighs> he's obnoxious. Yeah, like, yeah, very obnoxious. The reason he didn't win the Emmy is because he's not funny. And we saw that in live time mm. as he laid there on the ground while she accepted her speech. Like a girl who rose from the ranks of like YouTube and Vine mm. and BuzzFeed is winning an Emmy. And Jimmy, F- I almost said Fallon because that's really rude because Jimmy Fallon probably would have got up. Jimmy Fallon would um, <laughs> But Jimmy Kimmel just lays there while she's accepting her speech. And I'm like... Bro, don't be an attention What's whore. What's even like, worse is, um, I, I forget what she had said. She said, Jimmy, get up, I won. And then she says something, and he raises his hand up and gives a thumbs up. An acknowledgement that he's yeah. still laying there and, like, Dead. acknowledging yeah. her win. But I was like, get up at that point. like. Yeah. She said after the show that she's not upset about it, even if the internet is. And I was like, well, you know what, Quinta? I like you, but I don't care. I'll be upset about it for yeah. you. Um, 
It's just such crap. I guess she's going to be Go on, on uh, Jimmy Kimmel on Wednesday for her win. So we'll see how. I mean, obviously it's going to be gives fun. Her like they're not going to. They're probably just like. She'll probably no. chat shit just like joking around and he'll. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then make a joke about it. And then water yeah. the bridge. Um, okay. Writing for a drama series. Obviously, Jesse Armstrong. Obviously. I mean, but obviously. Jesse Armstrong <laughs> for Succession. Uh, no. No notes. Writing for a limited series. And directing for a limited series. Both Mike White from White Lotus. Which I was surprised to learn that he was... Uh, on Survivor, which he announced in a speech. What? Yeah, he said they had spent some time on like reality TV, and he was on Survivor, and apparently also Amazing Race. So, what? What an interesting human being he is. What? Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much. That's that's pretty much it. Um, there's probably like two other ones. Directing for a comedy and directing for a drama. I'm not entirely sure if they did on the telecast, but... Mm, we don't care too but, much yeah. about those. No That's offense it. to them. Um, interesting. Outstanding Variety Special Live. The Super Bowl Halftime Show. One. Not yeah. much rating for these. Um, outstanding Writing for a Variety Special. Jared Carmichael for Nathaniel. Oh, another one of my recommendations. You guys should listen to me. I was going to say, and we Courtney. should uh, go <laughs> list off everything that we've uh, recommended. Um... Yeah, so, so that was the Emmys last night. Uh, no real yeah. big, like, um, <laughs> uh, um, I'd say, like, best dressed or anything. Nothing that was going to, like, change the course of fashion history. But. No. It's kind of a dull night. A little bit. I think that kind of added to it being on, like, on a Monday night. It was just kind of like, Okay. Yeah, they should have kept it on a Sunday. Yeah. I apparently they only moved it to Sunday because NBC has Sunday Night Football, but NBC also won the contract to show the Emmys, mm-hmm. so they were like, "Well, we can't boot like Sunday Night Football for the Emmys." So that's why they moved it to a Monday. That's the gotcha. only reason. Um, stupid. A personal highlight, um, and a low light. It was all within a. No, I would say other than the uh, the break dancers and the EDM in the uh, opening oh, couple minutes, there was like a portion of the show that was a skit where Keenan was like by the bar and the bartender was um, Kumal. Kumal. Mm. Yeah. The really buff guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was a bartender. His jokes were horrendous and the delivery was Terrible. horrendous. But what really turned around is Kel from Keenan uh-huh. and Kel was also yeah. at the uh, at the bar, looking good, looking great, looking great. <laughs> I kind of wish he had like ordered an orange soda, or just like they would. I was thinking that. that. I was waiting for an orange soda drink, like yeah. joke. Um. So yeah, that's 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 pretty much the Emmys wrapped up. Yeah, I can't think of anything else big that may have happened. I don't think any, I don't know of anything. No. Okay. It was boring. Um, yeah, I definitely went to sleep after the immemorium, and I was like, I'll catch everything else on YouTube this this morning. They also just need it's the Emmys. We don't need what three hours of it. 
Take out some of the fluff. They don't even make share it all the awards. Yeah. Make it two. And I'll be, I'll yeah. be completely fine with that. So, um. Okay. Yeah. In all right. other big news, what also happened this week? Uh, in other big news, um, Queen Elizabeth died on Thursday, September 8th. She was 96 years old. I cannot believe this is pop culture, but unfortunately it is. Um, she was Britain's longest reigning monarch. She was queen for 70 years. She became queen in 1952 after her dad died. Um, so let me tell y'all, I am an expert on the British royal family. And by expert, I mean I've a big fan of the crown. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything there is to know. Um, they could probably use me as a producer at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's all fact. I'm not saying anything lies because I got it from the yeah. show. Um, well, listen, I'll say the queen herself watched season one and she loved it. And then season two, she said that they were lying, but that's when they started showing Philip cheating on her. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's all lies. Yeah. But season one was like all truth and all perfect. And then season two, she's like, none of this is yep. true. The whole show's <laughs> yeah. fake. And it's like, all right, Lizzie, yeah. whatever you say, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now the man, the artist formerly known as Prince Charles oh is... This is Prince Charles. <laughs> He he is now King Charles the Third. Um, his wife Camilla is Queen Consort Camilla. Um, Kate and Charles now move up. They are the Duke and Duchess of um, Cambridge, which was already their title, as well as the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, which was Camilla and Charles's title. Mm. And they are also the prince and princess of Wales. And there has not been a princess of Wales since Diana, Diana divorced yeah. Charles. Yeah. Um, Harry and Meghan are now prince and princess of Sus- Sussex. Mm-hmm. So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. That's hard to say. Um, their kids now are also Harry and Meghan's kids are his and her royal highness. Um, Charles is not Charles. These names. Will's kids already had that title because he is like a direct Eric. line to yeah. the throne. Um, Andrew's gross ass gets uh, the dogs. He gets the corgis at least. Um, so I don't know if you've ever heard this. I don't know if you know this at all, but um, the queen wanted the corgis. Like she wanted them. She doesn't want them to breed after she's dead. So this is like the end of the line for, yeah. Wow. So it's like 16 generations from her first dog ever. That's wild. And um, yeah, so two of them went to to Andrew. I don't know what happens to the other two. What does Anne get in all of this? Princess Anne. Nothing. She's a girl. I'm just kidding. But (laughs) she really doesn't get, there's not a lot of change. For her, um, the way, because there was not like a proclamation signed whenever she was, when their generation of kids were born. So she is like the last in line for the throne. Like Andrew has a chance of being king before she does, even though she's older than him and not a pedophile. Um, (laughs) And so it goes like Charles will 
Will's kids, Harry, Harry's kids, Andrew, Jeez. Andrew's kids. Um, but yeah, it's what a weird fucking family. The royal family to me, do I enjoy it? Because listen, I love the crown. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like they're almost like it's kind of wild to me. If we ever had this in America, it would never, it would never happen. They're like the Kardashians. Yeah. Like a famous family, but at least, and as much as I hate the Kardashians, they don't get our taxpayer dollars. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they don't really do a lot of public service either. So but when Harry and Michael <laughs> gave up their titles, they just gave up duties and getting paid, right? They didn't give up their titles. They just stepped down from the family. So they don't get paid any money from the government and they don't have to do any public service for the government on behalf of the royal family. But they are still considered the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Sussex. And should some freak bizarre accident happen, they're still in line for the throne. Well, Harry's still in line for the throne. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Same with Prince Andrew. That's why he can still be in line for the throne. He's only stepped away from the family, but he's still, he could still possibly be king, albeit some like freak bizarre accident happens. Did you see the, um, I'm sure you've seen the video because I think you were the one that mentioned it in our group chat. Um, the kid that yelled out, you're a sick old man, Andrew, as he was walking behind his mother's casket. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's true. And then that guy it's was true. like arrested and has charges against him for, um, basically disrespecting and i was like well okay that's yeah good. and that's why I, that shit would never fly in america no. like we don't care if it's a funeral if you're a sick old man you're a sick old right. man he should be in is jail like yeah sorry your mom died but that doesn't change that you suck ass 100 mm-hmm. i mean truly a terrible person i was really hoping that he got arrested like the second elizabeth died because no offense to the old lady but she was like protecting him because if you watch the crown you know that's her favorite kid um so just so she has been protecting him for forever and now that's that's gone i don't see charles charles is already so hated because of how he treated diana Mm -hmm. i don't see him like sticking out his neck for andrew i'm sure they're like cutthroat with each other yeah. Um I do wonder what the relationship between uh Will and Harry and then Megan and Kate is like now. I wonder if it's still strained or if yeah. it was never strained, they just I just wonder. I think it's strained. I guess the question is who made the comment mm-hmm. about how dark's the baby, the baby gonna yeah. be? It's got to be, she said specifically it was not Queen Elizabeth or Philip. Mm-hmm. So it's Charles, Camilla, Will, or Kate. I, I don't want to throw under the bus because <laughs> she's already one of the most hated women in the world. Is it Camilla? Like, I mean, because I can't, I don't, I don't know. know. This is me giving benefit of the doubt to people that I don't know, but. I can't see Will ever saying it about his brother's child. Kid. I can't see Kate. Also, they're like 
Again, this is giving them benefit of the doubt of people that I don't know. But they're like younger, and you would think they've grown up with, and they went to college. You would think they've grown up with like other than just their inbred incest uh, white (laughs) like family. That's and that's me purely like trying to, like I said. Have you ever heard that people say that Will cheats on Kate all the time? I have heard this. And the reason that they let the stories fly about Megan being the worst person ever is because they cover up the cheating stories. Mm. So, like, the British press would rather put out stories about Megan being mean to her staff than the stories about the the future king. Yeah. Yeah cheating on his like who wife. hook up with but apparently he William. cheats on her all the time i mean like i get why he's... because he's like in line to be king but like also like no no i'd definitely be going for harry over 100 well, that is 100 it's especially after he <laughs> not especially after also harry's just always been kinder but did you ever watch that james corden video of him and uh harry doing loved that? it yes you're like oh Look at him. He's still he's still in shape. From so his much personality. Days. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, this family, if we if we get to see George be king, I'll be shocked. Um. People are already complaining about Charles and him being like a whiny brat. Okay, and... so let's see. We are, if we admit our age, on <laughs> we're thirty. Let's yeah. give. Um, Charles, what's he, 70 something now? Let's give him 10, 17 years. That's gonna put us at 45 ish. Yeah. Okay, max. Um, that's gonna make Will's Will 40 now. So 55. Man, will we ever see George's King? I guess that depends on like. I'm gonna live forever. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be at the coronation. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, um, man, it would have to be when we're like. Well, it depends on how old Will lives, too. It'd be like 80s, 90s if George ever comes king. Yeah, I think the monarchy will be done by then. I think Queen Elizabeth's the only thing that was keeping it, like, intact. But it's just so archaic to think that because these people were born to these people that they deserve Mm -hmm. to be the head of a country. I know that it's, like, head of a country in just theory. She has no... in terms of the government but like just because your parents are who they are you get to be on the money and stamps and what happens now do they have to change all their money to charles yeah they're supposed to which is gonna be so dumb he's he's gonna live like five more years no offense to him william then they have to switch it again it's gonna be a waste and like they already switched the the, they're already singing god save the king Mm -hmm. Instead of queen. Already sounds weird. And it doesn't have the same kind of flow. It's so weird. We're never going to see like an actual legit queen probably in our lifetimes. So depressing. It'll always be queen consort. Mm-hmm. So like just the wife. Mm-hmm. Gosh. <sighs> That's depressing. Yeah. Death, man. <laughs> All right. So rest in peace, queen. Queen Liz. Um, all right. You want to get into our recommendations this week? 
yeah. All right. All right. What do you got? Okay, my recommendation is going to go back to the Emmys, but it is only Murders in the Building, but a specific episode. It is episode from the first season. I don't know which one, but it's called The Boy in 6B. And it was up for best directing and it did not win. And I want to riot. (laughs) But it is told from the perspective of a deaf man. So there is no sound to the episode at all. And all of the conversations come from sign language and mouth reading. And it is spectacular. Like, wow. No looking at your phone during this one. one. Do you know what episode it is? Like, number um i want to say six or seven i was literally looking at it today because i could not believe they lost for that one when i saw that it was up it's seven episode seven um season one and it's only 30 minutes so but it was so good and it's all from just all sound language you hear some like um wind like some whirling but that's the only sound Mm -hmm. that you hear and it is really really good i um to reference love island for the millionth and upteenth time on this podcast i followed <laughs> tasha from this past season oh yeah and she was announcing um one her partnership with british sign language like foundations and the fact that her and uh, andrew are like moving in together but her all right not to sound dumb but i did not realize i didn't either i thought the sign language and i know it's called american sign ASL. language but yeah. When she when I was reading her caption, she was like BSL. I was like, what's what's BSL? And then obviously while she was signing in the video, she was like British Sign Language. I was like, oh. Oh, this is kind of mind mind blowing to me. I thought that this was like uh, it makes sense. I guess if you you're deaf, a lot of deaf people can lip read, so they would have to know English and they can read read, so they have to know Mm -hmm. English. But I thought that ASL was like the worldwide language for Deaf people. Uh, you and me both, to be quite honest. I'm shocked. Yeah. But she posted her video wow, and um, I really love that her entire video was just her signing. And then she was like, how did that make you feel as like an abled speaker in here? Because that's how we feel when we can't, we don't know how you're communicating. Um, it just reminded me of that. Anyway. That's yeah. good. I like that she's bringing awareness to her "quote unquote" superpower. If anybody's watched a season, it's really cute. You know, if you know, you, you know. know. You know. Um, <laughs> my recommendation this week is Hulu's "Tell Me Lies." Uh, I think we're only three episodes in. It's good so far, and it's partly my recommendation because I haven't really watched anything else this week. Um, <laughs> it's basically about this girl in college. Her roommate dies at the beginning of. There, I think even before school starts, um, she's a freshman in college, like I said, and it's kind of like the unraveling of her death and this relationship that she's in with an upperclassman who is the bad boy. Um, so I, once it's all out, I'm going to fully recommend it, but for right now, three episodes are out. It's decent. So I know I have it on my watch list to start, but. I need to just start I'm it. I'm really more into, um, I think it was my last week's recommendation, The Patient. That's also on Hulu. I recommend that probably 10 times over this, but... Tell me lies. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. And, um, okay. Let's get into our sours. 
Oh, buddy. Okay. I'm going to make some people mad with this one. You you speak your truth. Sc- I told Courtney I was scared to tell people this. <laughs> All right. My sour grapes today is Nicki Minaj. Don't boo me. Nope. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to explain um, Nikki, this entire conflict. She has gone off the fucking rails. I don't know what's going on with her, but she needs to take a deep breath and log off of Twitter Go outside, see the sun, talk to some other humans, take care of your kid. I don't do anything, but be on Twitter. So she's done a lot of shit, but there's two particular things that have really, uh, three, (laughs) um, (laughs) five. She has a, she has a radio show called Queen Radio and it's kind of like a live podcast and she just gets on there whenever she wants and just talks and. You know, all of her fans, the barbs, get on and listen to her. So the other day, she got on there and she was talking about Garcelle from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And Garcelle is on a talk show called The Real. And they had, if you don't know, man, this is about to be a long sour grapes. I'm sorry. Explain. Explain If you don't know, Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, has been charged with sexual assault and rape and he raped an underage girl and he went to jail for it. And then basically as soon as he got out of jail, Nikki started dating him, which women come on. Um, and so he, that Garcelle's reality, I mean, not reality show, her talk show, the real had his victim on the show and Garcelle was the person that interviewed her. And so Nikki went off on Garcelle for interviewing him. And she said, if you're, you're not a housewives follower, but Garcelle's son, who's 14, got all these hate messages on his Instagram from a, from a bot account. Yeah. And Nikki Minaj, I don't think it was Nikki Minaj behind it. I think it was another housewife, but Nikki was like, if you can't handle the heat, get the fuck out of the kitchen. How you think my son felt when you did had that bitch on TV and I was like your son's an infant your son's an infant and your husband's a rapist babe yeah. like your son's got bigger problems to deal right. with than a woman totally unconnected to you doing her job on TV by interviewing a person yeah. um so that's strike one for Nick oh Nicky Nick Nick yeah. strike two is that she said that Megan the Stallion told her to abort her baby. What? And Megan was like, lies. And she said that they were on Instagram live and Megan the Stallion kept trying to force her to drink. And she was like secretly telling her she couldn't drink because she thought she was pregnant. And she said that Mer- Megan the Stallion told her, oh girl, you need to just go to the clinic. believes that and then also video came out of of nikki literally pouring alcohol down megan's mouth so it's like we gotcha we got him uh lastly <laughs> I swear it's the last one keep going um unfortunately on monday mm, september 12th the rapper singer pnb rock mm-hmm. passed away he was shot at a restaurant um seemingly a random attack he was pretty big and Nicki Minaj tweeted basically blaming P and B Rock's girlfriend 
because the girlfriend posted a picture of her food at the restaurant. And Nikki was like, if everybody wasn't such attention whores and needing attention, hmm. um, he nobody would have known where he was. And like, they're at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Huge restaurant. Anybody in there. It could have been the fucking waiter. Yeah. could have been the cook. It could have been these people. The robbers just following them around all day. Yeah. And she blamed this woman. It's not even within 24 hours of his death. She blamed this woman for his mm-hmm. death. And, and I'm sure it was in the just car. Just a trash woman. PNB had to witness it. To Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. I just was like, I don't know what's going on with her, but she needs to get her shit mm-hmm. together. A sap. You know how I knew that she probably Rocky. needed to wrap it up was her VMAs accepting the video Vanguard a couple weeks ago, and she's still trying to do like the pink wig, the same stuff from like 2010s. Yeah. And ex- the only thing that was the different cur- was the- her like white contacts that she pulled from Kanye, very Met Gala 20. Yeah, I don't know what's going whatever. on. Like, I'm just like, all right, Nick. But yeah, maybe, maybe it's time just to recalibrate <laughs> recalibrate redo it take yeah. a break divorce your husband uh, do that first and then yeah. recalibrate yeah. yeah do that first yeah who's your sour grapes? my sour is the collective as a whole racist on the internet for <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> this week we finally got the trailer to the new the little mermaid which hallie bailey is starring in as ariel and suddenly everybody Woo. became mermaid experts, experts. Um, saying that Ariel is a white redhead. Why are we changing it to a black woman? Um, well, because I guess if we really get into it, the story of the Little Mermaid is from like Jamaica, like essentially. Yeah. Oh, I think it's also technically... these are made up <laughs> characters. Yeah, it's not real. It's not real. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't care if we've grown up since 1990, whatever, with a redhead. We, I, the people that care about the dumbest things are the people that drive me up the wall, but those are my. Like, have you seen people upset Lord of the Rings has black elves? Are you serious? And I'm like, you guys know it's not, it's not a real story. Is it all the same people that believe that Jesus was white? Yes. As well as Santa. And Santa. Megan Fox, I'm looking yeah. at you. And the Tooth Fairy is a little, probably a little white pixie haired. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, who else we got? The Easter Bunny is probably just a white man yeah. or a white rabbit. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. And uh, St. Patrick. I just crack up because when I was actually, a kid. I don't know, St. Patrick actually probably like, was a white man, but St. <laughs> Patrick probably is white. <laughs> We can follow that one. He's we, probably why. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give him that one. <laughs> Put your faith behind Saint Patrick and not. Oh, that's who. You, that's Ariel. who they can follow. Yeah. Saint Patrick. Oh Jesus Christ! Princess of Kings. White people are crazy. Yeah. I just. Um, but also, I kind of make her. I'm gonna make her also like my half crushed as well. Hallie Bailey, that is. Um, because the trailer looks amazing, and I am very excited. She sounds amazing. For this movie, I'm pumped. Yeah, I know. I Hopefully can't wait. Not too much longer. I... 2023. I think it comes out in the spring. Ugh, okay, so a little bit longer. But you want to know something? Maybe this is me just being dumb. I don't do movie production, so I, I didn't know this. So they showed a longer trailer 
at D23, but they didn't show it to the mm-hmm. public. But they don't even have, like, all the animation done on it. Yeah. So what they saw at D23 was, like, a com- incomplete animation. So she's, like, sitting on a rock, but it's not completely underwater. Why would they and still show that? Maybe her tail's not fully animated yet. And maybe her tail's not fully animated yet. It's an actual crab. Yeah, I didn't know that. Rather than <laughs> whatever his name is. Just a small Jamaican yeah. and not a crab yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and okay, let's go ahead and get into crush too, since she was my half crushed. Who who do you got? Oh <laughs> I was like, who is my crush great? Oh man. This one's a stretch, but I'll we'll give him a work. chance. I'll make it work. My crush grape <laughs> is Ray <laughs> J for trying to single handedly take down the Kardashians. After he is quite literally the reason we have to deal with yeah. their asses. Um, He's trying his damnedest. Yeah. So, Chris Kardashian was on James Corden with Kylie for what? I don't fucking know. I, I, I'm I about to jinx myself. I, I will say, I it's um, this, but. I think it's in collaboration for the new Chris Jenner line that's coming out as Kylie Cosmetics. Because they've been doing a lot of promo. Yeah, they're in their flop season. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I think, knock on wood, let's pray to whoever you pray to, to that we're almost done with this your, fucking family. Your white family. Jesus. Your white Jesus, your brown Jesus, your, I was about to say Yoda. Yeah. What? <laughs> All right, day drinking really is what? setting up. Good job, yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't we do on the pontoon? I don't know the words to that. Yeah, go ahead and stop that. Um, so... <laughs> So Chris Jenner was on James Corden and she got hooked up to a lie detector test and they asked her all these questions. They asked her who her favorite kid was. She said, Kylie, I would murder my mom <laughs> if she answered that question. I don't care. And it's only two of us. So maybe that's why it hurts a little more. But like, I would murder my mom. You just plead the fifth on that. Just don't answer. Um, but then she also was asked if she had anything to do with the distribution of Kim's sex tape or if she had anything to do with Kim's sex tape and she said no and the law detector said she was telling the truth and Ray J went off was irate (laughs) and you know okay this is gonna be probably an unpopular opinion I don't care that he is now getting upset about it because why are they still talking about it like it was the beginning of the first new season of Kardashians and now, why is Chris talking about this on James Corden? You know she got these questions fielded from her because we have much better things to ask her than about the bad sex tape from 15 years ago. Um, yeah. So, Ray J said that there was never, like, an original sex tape that they were shopping. Like, they specifically made the sex tape to put out. And... They shot three different versions of them. Chris watched them. That's I nuts. I don't believe it. Chris Chris watched them and she's decided to go with the first one because it's like the one that Kim looked the best in. And they shopped him with that guy, Joe Francis, who did the, Girls Gone uh-huh. Wild, who's good friends with Courtney. Uh-huh. Um, and they're still friends with him. So this is where I'm like, hmm. 
And okay, I should know this because I'm a lawyer, but it doesn't make any sense to me. He kept saying that Kim wrote his deliverables into the con into the contract. Which I honestly, I don't know why I don't know what this is. I did not do well in contract law, so maybe that's part of it. But um, Kim wrote his deliverables, and he had something else that she had mm-hmm. written, like a love letter she had written him or something, which is wild to me that he'd keep this after all this time. But he had a letter, and the handwriting is exactly the same. And she sent his name, maybe, and he... I don't he was pretty convincing i'm not gonna lie and then she knew about um, deliverables 15 plus years ago when somebody you clearly went through law school and you're still kind of like i don't know um i'm sure they had an attorney on their side and i'm sure that joe francis guy probably knew about a contract to to shop a horn tape um i just don't know if i believe also here's the wanting your mom to watch the real kicker it's chris jenner I mean, she slutted Kylie out to a 25-year-old when she was 16. You make a valid point. (laughs) Um, (laughs) To to her other son's axes. Baby daddy. Baby's dad. And this is also the lady that took her own digital camera to Kim's Playboy shoot. You make valid points. (laughs) Um. But he's, he said, well, as he's doing it, okay, it's really funny if you guys can find the videos. I think they're on, like, the shade room. He's got, like, a projector in his living room, and he's projecting his phone onto the wall and showing, like, all these messages and all these clips uh-huh. and stuff. But he goes to show his DMs from Kim, and Kim blocked him in real time as it was happening. Really? So, like, he, he showed some, and then he clicked out, and then he went back to show more, and he couldn't get onto her page. She had blocked her. And then, like, people were calling her during it, calling him to, like, get him off the, get him off Instagram Live, and he wouldn't go off. But it was, I am a Kardashian hater, so maybe I'm not being subjective, but it looked pretty damning. I'm not going to lie. We'll keep everybody updated, because this is a... Yeah interesting they're 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 gonna have to answer for it nonetheless yeah they gotta say something um and to end mine is i'd say this is like a this was heartwarming and heartfelt to me um for anyone that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't know one drew barrymore has a talk show (laughs) and two drew Drew barrymore dated justin long (laughs) quite a while ago um, but this past week, she had Justin Long, who is now dating Kate Bosworth, on the show. And it was the first time I think they'd seen each other in quite a while since they've like, been together. Uh, it's on YouTube. It is. I, Drew was also going through like some um, self-reflecting rebirth period. Like She cries at rain now and tells you to go out and oh, walk yeah. in it. I saw that one. Um, but her meeting back up with her ex, Justin Long, is actually dare I say beautiful <laughs> and he's oh. so comforting to her and he says that he'll like always love her and he still roots for her and they root for each other's relationships and health and happiness on the way I don't know it's just a really feel good video of watching two celebrities in real time be nice to each other after I guess was a pretty wild relationship I don't really remember too much of 
I didn't know that they dated until you told me this was going to be your crush yeah. grape. So this is like shocking um, to me. But yeah, if anybody wants a little video to watch, it's uh, Justin Long and Drew Barrymore reuniting on Drew's show. So go check it out. <laughs> it's cute. Um, I'm glad we switched the order of yeah, the show. It, it's better on a good note. <laughs> Rather yeah. than me talking about murders and murders yeah well that's our show guys <laughs> as always thanks for listening follow us on uh at through the grapevine pod on instagram that's t-h-r-u the grapevine pod and um ethan through the vine, through, through the vine pod, pod on, on twitter. twitter to talk about housewives and uh our email is through the grapevine pod at gmail yeah yeah uh one of our listeners <laughs> aka morgan uh she mentioned that we should have like a mailbag people could like and you can do this on our instagram too if people i have any sort of questions to ask us that we just want to like riff off of that would be fun to do yeah. yeah sometimes we don't go in depth with stories assuming people know and i have realized that people don't know stuff like we know yeah. so you ever want to discuss something we are more than willing to do some deep yeah, give us so a topic and we'll uh let us know we'll dive into it for you guys as always uh thank yeah. you ethan for editing and producing and uh we'll see you next week guys bye, bye.